You're listening to the Performance Group Podcast, a place to listen, learn, and get to know the unseen heroes of our local community. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Kirby, and on the Performance Group Podcast, we make it our mission to learn from those around us and shed light on our local community. If you're new to the show, we have spoken to business leaders, community, organizers, friends, and family. And before we jump in today, I hope to ask you for a favor. If you could please just take one second to hit subscribe and share our posts. It would mean a whole lot to me, our team here at the Performance Group, and our amazing guests on today's show. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Performance Group Podcast. My name is, my name is, my name is Sean Kirby. My name is Sean Kirby. <laughs> I got the nerves, guys. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Performance Group Podcast. My name is Sean Kirby. There we go. That's perfect. Do you hear that one, Chelsea? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and today I am joined by the one, the only, the Mrs. Chelsea Jaramillo of the Purdue of Madison County Extension Community Wellness Coordinator. Very good. And CJ's uh, Cheesecakes and More, the owner-operator of that as well, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. Hi. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate you coming in so early. And I even, I I made us run a little long, so. All right. That's okay. So you walked in and you didn't know we were podcasting. Yeah, I wasn't really sure, but I'm excited to be here and to do a podcast with you today. It's exciting stuff. I'm glad that you were uh, game to go, even though you weren't ready for it. Oh, yeah. Let's do this. So um, what made you be the only person that emailed me back out of our entire group of people that I said, hey, guys. We're doing this all together. Would you like to come on? And then you're the only one that responded. <laughs> well, um, it actually sounded really interesting. I've never done a podcast, and I've never even been in something like this where it's kind of a studio setup. Mm-hmm. So I was really interested to learn more about it. What do you think so far? I think it's glamorous. Really neat. Very. It's glamorous. Wires hanging out, a beautiful <laughs> fake succulent. Yes. Um, we, it doubles as a conference room because that's usually actually what it's for. I didn't even realize that the TV screen behind you isn't working. Usually it <laughs> says the name of the podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. We're just falling apart. It's Tuesday before a holiday. Oh, yeah. It's tough. What are you doing for the holiday season, Chelsea? Well, I'll be taking um, a short time off of work, uh, about three weeks, actually, to spend some time Dang. with my family. Short time? Yes. That's a long time. Yes. Um, That's longer than my paternity leave. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully your paternity leave is good. I know you, that's coming up soon. Too soon. <sighs> Scary soon. Well, early congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that will be in the next couple weeks, and... Um, yeah, I don't know how paternity leaves when you're like works when you're self-employed. So, I would assume uh, my wife told me that I'm supposed to stay home for two weeks. Really? Yeah, hmm. I'm allowed to stay home for two weeks. One of the two. We've got a toddler too, so like, I remember the first time it was. I mean, I didn't have a lot of. I wasn't helpful. Mm-hmm. I changed diapers, mm-hmm. but like, <laughs> this time I just got to keep the other one out of mom's way, type mm-hmm. of thing. Well, it's it's fortunate that you are able to have some uh, paternity leave time. Yeah. I know for my husband, um, their company did not offer that. So I got to have him for a couple of days, and that was about it. Back to work. Yep. Hard being a guy in today's society. It is. I'll but tell you what. He was supportive as much as he could be. How many kids do you have? We have three. Oh, man. 
Yes. Boy, girl, girl, boy, girl, boy, boy, girl. <laughs> I have a boy and then two girls. Oh, perfect. Yes. There you go. How old? So I have 12, 10, and 7. 12, 10, and 7. So you've got a middle schooler? Yes. How's that? Um, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> That's kind of what I expected you to say. <laughs> it's a new experience. Um, you know, middle schoolers just go through a lot of changes mm-hmm. um, and, and having to um, have new discussions and new experiences has um, definitely been a new experience, but it's it's been positive so far for us. Yeah, fingers crossed. You got to do it two more times, and then um, <laughs> something tells me a, a teenage boy is a little bit easier than a teenage girl, um, in theory. Outside looking in. Possibly, we'll yeah. see what happens. <laughs> My fingers are crossed for you. Thank you. As a guy with two girls, um, or one girl and a soon-to-be girl, sixteen's a scary number for me. Mm-hmm. So we'll get there. So, uh, are you from Madison County originally? Yes, I've lived here um, pretty much my entire life, minus um, about a year in college. Where'd you go to school? Ball State. Oh, well, Muncie's an extension of. It's not. <laughs> it's not too far away, is it? No, but I will be honest with you. Um, I really did enjoy it. Ball State was a wonderful experience for me. I did a bachelor and a master's degree there. Dang! So you're a, you're an educator at heart. So uh, what'd you go to school for? So my bachelor's degree is in education, and then my master's degree is in political science and public administration. Ooh, mm-hmm. poli-sci. Mm-hmm. Dang. So do you want to get in a, well, that kind of community wellness coordinator, that kind of fits you like a glove because you get to educate, and then you're a part of your community. Yes. So how did you? How long have you been in that uh, position at Purdue Mass Extension in Madison County? be five and a half years now. Goodness gracious. Yes. So tell me, um, what do you do? How's it work? Um, what plans and <coughs> actionable items do you have on your docket in 2022? So first, um, let me just briefly say that um, Purdue Extension um, is an extension of Purdue University. They have an office in every county in the state, and they focus on providing um, community education, uh, with the emphasis on creating positive community and um, increasing sustainability for communities. And that's part of why my position was created. We're actually federally funded um, through um, the Farm Bill um, SNAP and FNEP dollars. And we, as a community wellness coordinator, um, don't actually provide the direct education. Uh, Most of our office does that in a variety of capacities through things like 4-H, agriculture, natural resources, um, areas of health and human sciences, and also nutrition and physical activity. Uh, But my job is to help complement that. Uh, We work to build policy systems and environmental changes uh, to make it easier for people to make healthy choices in their community after receiving education. Wow, that's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. Um, so talk to me about kind of the policies that you would put in place to impact a community like Madison County. Wow, that has a really wide span to it. I know it because I don't <laughs> I don't even know what policies you can put in place. The only thing I can think of is like the Michelle Obama lunch rule. Okay. Th- that's where my brain goes. Is that kind of the same idea? So it could be, yes. So a lot of times we do work with schools, um, public, private, um, charter. Uh, but really... Uh, The way we focus is that 
Uh, we focus within limited resource audiences and communities, uh, which has a lot to do with um, low income, limited access to resources. Um, so the way we gauge how we work with schools a lot of the times is that we'll work with those that have a 50% or higher free and reduced lunch rate. And within those schools, we can do anything from um, a health and wellness policy, um, especially for food service, they are required to have a wellness policy um, federally. So we work with them to keep that updated uh, based on their school's needs and what the government requires. We can also work to put in things like salad bars. Um, if a school has vending machines, having healthy vending machine options or um, adjusting how um, students have access to unhealthy items, encouraging them to choose healthy items through different kinds of incentives and things like that. We can also um, work with them to increase their physical activity. There's a lot of schools that have cut back recess, have cut back um, the amount of gym time that these students receive, and we work with them to create policies and systems that encourage more physical activity throughout the day. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So is there an educational branch out of what you do as well, since you said that you've mostly focused on the policy, mm -hmm. but you do have a true like educational resource as well? Yes. Yeah, so there are actually two of us that are fairly funded through that program. And the my um, partner in crime, her name is Melanie Dunn, and she does the nutrition and physical activity education um, throughout the county. And they focus on things such as uh, my plate and um what's my know, plate my plate is um usda federal um program that shows you um it used to be my pyramid you might be oh yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah familiar yeah. with that now it's a my plate um if you look on there different uh it shows the different amounts of fruits vegetables grains um, dairy that you're supposed to have on your plate throughout the day and how many servings and things like that. Oh. Um, they change kind of their visual presence. So it looks like a circle instead of a triangle. Yes, and it shows it on like an actual like dinner plate. Um, so you can actually see... Um, More of a pie chart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Well, cool. That's, a, that's something that I find, um, especially in today's age of COVID, very important, especially if they're starting to limit exercise... Mm -hmm. because they don't want the kids too close to each other and all the other things. But I I, I imagine your job is not easy. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> it isn't a lot of the time. And, and I would say the reason for that is, is because we are um, at the capacity of the community itself. Whatever the community needs is what we are there for. So a lot of the time, our job changes on a daily basis. It changes frequently. Um, any type of resource that comes up um, that we get a phone call about, we're, we're immediately changing our, our plans today to make it happen for the community because we definitely don't want our communities to miss out. Yeah, absolutely. And you're in that building over by the railroad tracks or by Mounds Mall, the big Purdue Polytechnic building or no? No. So um, Polytechnic is a separate um, ex arm of Purdue. Okay. Um, and yes, we can use some of their facilities and we do partner with them on projects. However, our office is located on um, the um, juvenile um, 
campus uh, off of Mounds Road oh. uh, near Miles Park. Gotcha. We have a building there, and that's where we run out of. Oh, okay. How long have you guys been there? If you've been there for five years, has the location been there for a long time? So actually, I have actually only been in Madison County for work for about two and a half years. Um, the previous years, I worked in Delaware County and Blackford County. Okay. Um, but as soon as the opening came here, I couldn't pass it up. Came back home? <laughs> yes. And so they were already there when I um, began here. But they've been there, um, I would say, you know, at least a couple, two, three years before uh, I started here. And then prior to that, they were um, downtown Anderson in the courthouse. Oh, cool, cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool. So let me ask you this. Um, so you and I are... Um, what, what, what am I trying to say? I was going to say cohorts, but cohorts isn't the right word. Um, <laughs> you and I are both in the Leadership Academy of Madison County together. Yes. And um, that's kind of how we got hooked up and the reason we're together today. Let me ask you, why did you decide to um, join the class of 2022? Well, I was trying to join the class um, coming into COVID, and they delayed that class. Um, so for 2021, obviously, but, um, prior to that, I will tell you that, um, I had heard different things about leadership academies in other counties, um, but I had never really, um, seen its presence here in Madison County. And when I moved here to work, um, and I was getting to know the community, uh, one of the, the partners and, and friends that I had for quite a long time was Carrie Bale. And so when I started working here, I reached out to her. I said, hey, can I meet with you? Can I learn more about what you're doing? And she was actually the director um, of the Leadership Academy at the time. And she really um, sold it really well as to what they did in the community and really encouraged me to apply. Uh, So that application was actually in and approved um, before they decided to delay that particular class. So as soon as it came up again, I was... um, all about it. I was ready to go. I said, let's get started now. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you think of the program so far as we're a couple weeks in? Months oh, in? It has been really insightful. Uh, it's been a lot of learning about um, ourselves, a lot about the other uh, members of our cohort for the Leadership Academy, and, and really learning about how our personalities are the same, how they differ, how we approach life in different ways, but how we can work together as a team um, to really build community growth. Yeah. And then um, what do you hope for coming out of this that um, the Leadership Academy will help you do in your line of work? One of the big things I would say is confidence. Um, I I really think I'm a little more apprehensive in getting involved um, in other more broader community-based activities. So um, I'm really hoping it will hoping it will help me engage and have more confidence um, working with community partners and friends on larger projects. I hope it will um, give us the opportunity to work on larger projects together in communities and and really make it something that is positive for the future of Madison County. Absolutely. So what kind of larger projects are you looking for help with um, maybe here in 2022 or maybe even things that are, you know, undefined and Maybe somebody else needs to bring it to the table. Oh, wow. Um, (laughs) So I will tell you that as part of my job within Purdue Extension is that I work with an action team in the community, and I would like to grow that. 
Um, I would also like to connect my current partners with new friends and partners from the Leadership Academy because I feel like um, in Madison County, as much as I love it, there are some communication issues. There's a lot of people doing things that they just um, are either duplicating or haven't met the right partners for um, to really make it uh, a broader reach. So I'd really like to connect that on a larger level Mm -hmm. for the future. And then um, we work on different initiatives as an action team for the county. And one of the things that we are working on currently right now, we're also partnered with the Madison County Council of Governments to do this, is to provide um, a walk-bike access map uh, for the county. Um, We're going to be posting these in different organizations, um, have copies available uh, both hard copy and online for folks to either um, have access to non-motorized transportation to different places they need to go or to encourage um, employees to get out and be more physically active during breaks and outside of work hours. Oh, wow. Um, so we'd really like to get that widespread across the county because we are doing um, – the map will include each geographic area of Madison County. And we're hoping to even um, develop a few groups that will do different activities for either work sites or um, different access points. On this map, you'll you'll find different food access points. You'll find different um, service access points that that people um, will need. Um, So engaging the organization itself will be really important. And, you know, so connections, again, just so important. And then... We actually have um, Connections in Health coming um, to work with us in 2022, which will be a large-scale community effort to research and look at the needs of Madison County um, in different areas of health, um, a lot of chronic disease management health, and um, that will come with a lot of structure to help our county. It may even include some funding to help different efforts within our county, but it's going to take a large effort and a large um, commitment from um, partners and groups in our county. So I'm excited to work with the Leadership Academy on some of that as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a lot of um, great people that are like-minded and want to, you know, especially make a better and healthier community. Um, As for the bike path or the walking path or stuff like that, um, you know, there's a couple names that I can think of right off the top of my head that I'd like to introduce you to that I think would be really good partners for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they would even be good partners in trying to help you find more partners. They'd be better than me anyhow. Mm-hmm. So remind me after this that we'll talk about that. We'll definitely do that. <laughs> yeah. So um, it sounds like you're busy um, at least trying to you know coordinate a, a, a better and healthier county um, with what you do through Purdue's extension in Madison County. Mm-hmm. Um, let's kind of talk about something else. Let's talk about, for some reason, you thought with three kids and a full-time job, you needed something else to do. Yes. So yes. you started a business, CJ's Cheesecakes and more. Mm-hmm. Why'd you do that? Why would you go and give yourself another thing to do? So uh, it's, it was actually my original dream in life to be a chef. Really? Yes. My original major in college was food and hospitality management. Okay. Um, I did that for a couple of years and decided to switch because at the time I was developing a family um, and I would say the commitment and the 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 competition 
for that type of work didn't give as much flexibility to have a family. And when I came here to work with Purdue Extension Madison County, one of the first things I connected with with was was the um, Madison County Local Food Network, which is our county um, uh, food council, uh, it, which is getting ready to put on a large event in February, and I could talk about that here in a little bit. But, yeah, absolutely. I don't even know what the um, food council is, so that'd be great. Yes, and so I met uh, Anna Ulam, who owns Collective Roots Local Market and Cafe uh, in downtown Anderson on the corner of Central and 11th. And at the time, she was actually building the facility up. She was renovating and was telling the network all about it, what they had planned to do, and that... The concept was is that they were going to open a cafe and grocery store that was sourced locally, completely locally through um, Madison County if possible, if not um, throughout Indiana only. And I thought the concept was really great. And I told her about my ambitions, the things that I had wanted to do um, as far as, you know, cooking, baking, that sort of thing. And she, you know, she's like, well, come back and speak with me when I'm done renovating and we'll see where... Uh, we could possibly partner. And so when that was finishing up um, in 2020, um, they opened in September of 2020, and I asked her, hey, you know, I see you don't have uh, some of these products like cheesecakes and pies and things. Is anybody else doing that? And she said, well, not at this time. Are you interested? And I said, yes, I'm very interested. And by October, I was doing my business there. Wow. <laughs> so it was a really fast turnaround, but it has been such a positive experience. Um, she is great to work with. I've been able to meet several of the other local growers, makers um, in Madison County. It's been so wonderful to see what talent Madison County has. Yeah. So let me ask you this. As somebody who is not a baker, nor a chef, <laughs> nor much of much, um, how many pies you make a week? <laughs> well, it kind of depends. So um, this is um, a little bit different setup than you would at like a normal or a larger, I should say, not normal, a larger grocery store setup or if I were to have, you know, a, a bakery myself. Yeah. Uh, so I have a grab-and-go section, uh, both refrigerated and freezer there. So in the freezer section, I always have um, available whole cheesecakes and take-and-bake pies, and those I refill as needed. Um, throughout the week, you can get um, individual slices of cheesecake, and then alongside that, I usually pair it with either pie slices or some kind of candies or cookies. Um, this week, we have cheesecake and then chocolate-covered pretzels um, that are available for people to purchase. Um, and we also have... Um, some of us do a, a counter display. Um, so I have some mini pies there as well this week. Um, and then I do uh, catered events. Um, I've done several of those throughout this year. Um, and those are pre-scheduled ahead of time. And then uh, people just call in and pre-order for different events that they have. And whatever they do, I generally uh, make within 72 hours. I do ask a 72 hour notice, um, especially if it's cheesecake, because that has a setting process to it. Wow. So, um, what's cheesecake made out of? So I, I know it's, <laughs> that might sound like a dumb question. I just don't know. Is it, is it cream cheese? 
Yes, that, that is sense. the base. Mm-hmm. Um, what had you always been a, a a cheesecake and pie girl, or you saw a a niche market and you were like, "That's where I want to <laughs> fit in." No, so um, my grandmother brought me up baking as a child, um, especially um, the small smaller things like pies and candies and things. And then as I got older, and I wanted to um, grow my my mother's side of the family was always a big cheesecake. Um, family they they still love it to this day um and uh we also had some italian influence on parts of that slide so um i got to see some of their um recipes and things like that and i'm like well let's let's take all of these recipes and see what we can make out of it and so far people really enjoy um the recipe that i use um and and it is generally a larger um thicker style cheesecake uh but you know, I think I'm really, getting hungry right now. <laughs> it really depends on on what you prefer. There are so many different ways to make cheesecake. Uh, that I've had bad cheesecake. So really, yeah. What, what uh, would you consider bad cheesecake? Um. So here's the other thing. I don't necessarily like cheesecake. Just okay. a general statement about yeah. me. So that's nothing. I've had good cheesecake, and then, or cheesecake that's good to me. Mm-hmm. But I can't describe why I like it compared to other cheesecake. So. I, that's the most vague thing I could possibly say to somebody who makes these professionally. Um, but I'm sure you make an awesome cheesecake. Thank you. And you're welcome. Um, <laughs> and I'll have to swing by Collective Roots and grab some. Or uh, there is a Leadership Academy thing on Thursday if yes. you wanted to bring some for the whole class. But you never bring it for one person. It's like they used to teach you that in kindergarten. Did you bring enough snacks for everybody? Yes. And um, something that a lot of people really like it's really popular as i do um mini size cheesecakes cheesecake balls you could do cheesecake balls that's true too um and a lot of people have done that for events and things like that it's easier for people to just kind of grab and you know they can try different flavors that way as well and i've thought about asking jesse if he'd like me to provide some at some point uh but i don't think it'll be this thursday yes well you need 72 hours notice yes we're just a little too short on time just 48 hours. That's not enough time, guys. <laughs> Next time. Next time. So um, let's go back and talk about, um, oh, the the food service coordinators group, the food, what the did food you call network? it? The food network. Well, that's yes. a TV show. But <laughs> the local Madison County branch. Uh, what is that? Have we always had that? How's that work? So um, in the last several years, um, throughout Indiana, throughout the United States, food councils have been coming up to help. Um, increase access to food to make the food system in different areas stronger uh, to make it more sustainable for communities and Madison County has the local food network here Um, let's see here it has we're going into our fourth food summit event so I believe it's been around for almost five years now I believe it was 2000 say 2000 around 2017 that it began um as as i was not here working at that time um but they work on several areas of food system sustainability throughout communities um, with several different partners in different capacities Um, they look at areas of um, food rescue and waste they look at community food access points such as community gardens um, cafes and grocery store access, food access overall. 
Um, They look at food entrepreneurship, looking at helping businesses grow within our communities. Um, And the Food Summit is an event where um, we look at bringing all these partners together, um, organizations, farmers, um, you know, uh, people who help different um, audiences get access to food. Uh, We even invite local schools, we invite local governments to come speak on policy and things like that um, at the state and local level. And they all come to this food summit once a year and showcase either positive um, attributes and uh, events, uh, initiatives uh, throughout the county um, that are happening that people can learn about and participate in. Uh, We also, this year, will have um, a few educational options where they can learn to do different things with food. Uh, And then we also look at some of the areas of need within our communities. Um, We we actually have a panel every year that kind of looks at that. And this year, the the overall theme is going to be growth through change, but the panel is going to be focusing on every excuse for collaboration, really bringing those partners together and communities and populations of need um, and how they can um, work better together for the future. So would you say that that is um, our biggest place of need in Madison County is the collaboration, you think? Um, From a food standpoint, or that could be a general statement. (laughs) So for, oh gosh, for a food standpoint, collaboration is always key. Um, No matter what it is, you really have to Um, be able to work together to get it where it needs to go. Um, Because if not, um, things like spoilage can happen, waste can happen, and we really don't want to see that for our community. Um, So collaboration communication is really something that um, is important um, to make positive food access available throughout Madison County. And then understanding the needs is important, knowing that you're addressing a need and not just duplicating an effort. Or reinventing the will when there's something that maybe could be revised or expanded upon. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I like the idea, especially of Collective Roots, where it's locally sourced food mm-hmm. um, and trying to get that back into your own community, especially at the heart, which is kind of where mm-hmm. that business is located. Um, downtown Anderson's missing a uh, grocery store in general. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there's not a good way to get to one, especially if you don't have transporta- motorized transportation for the most part. So, um, And that's really what's great about Collective Roots is that it does have a small grocery store in it for those who are needing items like meat and cheese and milk and fresh produce, um, some of those really staple items. And another big push that we have through Purdue Extension um, for small grocery stores, farmers markets, farm stands, the things that um, are local that a lot of people don't necessarily always think about is getting limited limited access and um, low-income folks access to that by getting them signed up to accept SNAP and EBT funds. So... Collective Roots is um, approved to accept that, um, along with several other folks throughout the county, such as um, the Anderson City Market and um, the Alexandria um, Farmers Market as well. Um, is that a hard thing to obtain as a business, as somebody who has no idea how that works? 
Um, it it depends on the business. Um, there are um, certain foods that ask you if you are selling um, because y- you obviously cannot purchase non-food items with that. Um, and it's a totally different process if you are a grocery store versus a farmer's market. Um, the farmer's market, they... Um, have a little less paperwork and red tape to go through. Um, but I will say our state does a really good job at giving um, walkthrough help. And then um, we've had really um, positive experiences with um, the organization, at least at the farmer's market level, that provides the machine for you to swipe the cards. Um, they have a lot of really good technical help as well. That's huge. Because especially as a small business owner, last thing you need to do is go find something else that you don't understand how it works. Yeah, and that's also part of our job is we are here for the community to help them walk through these processes. Yeah. So you said you do a lot of work with uh, 4-H through Purdue? I, I part- Technically? I can partner with 4-H to do um, kid uh, or youth focus, I should say, um, programs and initiatives. So um, I have not done this, but um, one of the things that Um, has been done in other areas is that like the 4-H fair um, they've worked on putting in healthy concession stands Um, they've done food drives um, they've done recycling projects and things like that there's just a whole host of avenues that you can do as a community wellness coordinator to help benefit local communities yeah and we're thankful for it and it's it's nice to know that the fed is backing it um, (laughs) as well as purdue i assume yes they are so it's nice to have everybody kind of pull it on the same end of the string. So say that you're talking to your community right now. Mm-hmm. Just assume everyone's listening. Wonderful. Right. Um, so assume everybody's listening, and there's one thing that you um, you want to say to people that you hope gets kind of across um, on, on how we can all pull on the same end of the string here in 2022 um, from a wellness standpoint. What can we do? I know. It's such a broad question. It it's is. no direction. It's a lot of thought. Be be kind and Ooh. be thoughtful and be aware of your community. Understand that everyone is not going through the same situation you are and try to be understanding of that and be open-minded and be willing to help. Beautiful. I agree. Um, Chelsea, people want to get a hold of you to buy a cheesecake. How do they do it? (laughs) Well, there's a few ways you can do that. Um, I can leave you some of my business cards. It has all that contact information with it. You can post it with the podcast if you'd like. Deal. Uh, But you can go into Collective Roots, um, and they have either my contact information if you want to contact me directly. They also have my business cards, which has my information to contact me directly via phone. Um, But you can also fill out a request form right then and there. They have hard copies. um, And again, preferably 72-hour notice, um, but usually they give me a phone call if it needs to be sooner. I also have a Facebook page. You can search CJ Cheesecakes and more. Um, I post... um, throughout the week of different specials that I have, different flavors that are available, different items. And you can also contact me there through the messaging board. Easy enough. Guys, trust me. 
Try the cheesecake. You won't regret it. <laughs> It'll be the best. And then she also has pies. So what? you couldn't ask for anything more. Plus, go to uh, Collective Roots for a lot of reasons. There's a lot of other people that got stuff there, too. Yes, it, lots of items. And let me tell you, just it is amazing if you go in there and just see what talent and ability this, the folks in this county have. It's, it's really beautiful. Beautiful food. That's all we can ask for. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I think I was telling you um, earlier, um, this Friday, Collective Roots will be having a fun Friday event where you can come out and get some local barbecue and try some samples um, of different um, vendor-made items. Um, anything from, you know, what I do through the baking to things like cheese, um, locally made jams and jellies, different things like that. So come out and enjoy. It'll be a fun time. Ooh, I'll meet you there. Chelsea, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Hey guys, thank you again so much for your love and support of the Performance Group Podcast. For more information on the podcast, the Performance Group, or even our guests, feel free to reach out directly via our website, performancegroupindiana.com, or feel free to email me directly, which is sean at performancegroupindiana.com. We'll see you guys next week.